Welcome in, folks. Nick Wilson, Clint Thompson, David Murphy. This is Talk or Go Home, Season 5. Here we are back in the studio at the round table of decent lighting. Yeah. yeah. So, gentlemen, welcome in. Today's a little bit chilly. It's a little cold. Are y'all staying bundled up out there? You, uh, we can, you know, we know you're warm. I just, toasty warm. Yeah, I got my union suit on. I'm toasty warm. <laughs> He's got his union suit on. I just, I just want to preface this that this was completely not planned, as you can tell by the way the three of us are dressed. Yes, and the Dallas Cowboys are playing San Francisco 49ers right now in the playoffs, and the roads are froze. Fro- so we are, may not be going home. Well, I mean, there's we'll no. Just, we'll there's, just keep talking then. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I mean, if we can't go yeah, home, yeah. let's talk just keep talking. Or ta- talk or stay here. Talk, not talk or go home. Talk or stay here. There's no, honestly, if we got, if the three of us got stuck here, there's no two other people I'd rather be stuck here with. I've been stuck here before. We may really be stuck here. When were you stuck here? Was it back was it in snow? 20, was it Snowmageddon? Yeah. 2015? I don't remember when it was. I think that's right. You got stuck here. Six or seven years ago. Well, almost. Yeah. Well, we went uh, home you, late. Yeah. yeah. We almost got stuck here. Yeah, we went home. We were making sandwiches in the lunchroom late. Mm. How'd you get home? I drove home, but um, just drove my car slide. home. But it was it was pretty. I made it. Which car was this? Well, we got in the '98 Escort that my <laughs> wife was driving at the time because that would have been the best one I thought to get home in because it was an automatic. But she hadn't put any gas in it, so it was on <laughs> empty. So we had to drive the because I don't want to get caught with no right, gas but right. no heat. You know, so I had to drive the '96 Hyundai. We made all right. It was a now the '96 Hyundai. You're talking about the limited edition. The limited, yeah, the tenth anniversary. The tenth anniversary edition. Accent, Hyundai accent. accent, yes. So '86 was when they came out with the first accent. I guess so, since it's tenth anniversary. You know, doing the math on it. And it's that's a '96. That was some really quick math. Yeah. Don't get me started on math. So I sent you that, didn't I? But it's it's a five speed. So I figured the automatic would be better in the snow. But we yeah. made it though. Just, good. I think second gear probably all the way home. Second gear all the way. Mm-hmm. No, no roustabout or roundabout. Went that no, way. No, no, cow. no roundabout. Down. No, no cow. cow. No cow. In the roundabout. Anyway. Yeah. So, because it wasn't there then. The roundabout wasn't there then. We have told multiple stories within the past like ninety seconds with no context. So here's yes. the context before we get to the cow. Okay, <laughs> that's the one you're going to end with. Yeah. Well, the snowmageddon was i believe 2014 2015 yeah and it was a winter event winter weather event however it wasn't they they missed the mark on how bad it was going to be and how early it was going to get here it got here earlier than than they said so everybody came to school went to work right and then it hit boom sooner than everybody a lot of snow but it wasn't just the snow that got us it was it it, the freezing the, temperatures. The snow got on the roads, and then it melted, and then it got really, really cold, so then it turned to ice. ice so it's yeah. more of an ice-mageddon yeah. than a snow-mageddon. But then it, it did snow again after that. Yes. Right? And it, it kept yeah, snowing. Yeah. Yeah. But it, that's what made it so bad and, and so, you know, impassable here in the south. I mean, it, it shut down the interstates here for several days, Atlanta as well. There are people stranded on the roads and things like that. Because there, so, there are no... Well, we're not prepped for that kind of stuff. No. Well, it's not, not like here we couldn't... In the south. We couldn't makeshift a snowplow we could there are plenty of people with tractors that have oh, sure. buckets but yeah it's that, that it's that we don't have anything to melt the ice we right. don't have i we don't have salt right sawdust sand because they turned the us ready. loose that day from school mm. in a panic but, yeah and they 
ended school early, I guess, but then the they, the buses couldn't run. Right. So everybody. So was then just, everybody had to come get their kid. So every, yeah, everybody. And then a lot of people. Stuff. A lot yeah. of people couldn't come get their Bunch. kids, so the teachers couldn't leave till all the kids were gone. So it's you know. Because the buses, they didn't they they stopped them. They didn't run, and then uh, yeah, we got home was watching it on the news. All yeah. the people on the roads and stuff when it turned to ice, you know. See, I was, was I was working uh, on the other side of Birmingham at the time, almost to Tuscaloosa, and we left. Whenever I left, it wasn't that bad, but in a good way, I made the conscious decision not to go 459. I went all the way 20 down through downtown Birmingham and everything, and some of the hills and stuff on 459 became an impassable. And uh, so luckily I was able to get home. Uh, a hour-and-a-half-long trip, Took me like six hours. Oh yeah, people were just leaving their cars oh, on the yeah. side of the road. Yeah, just walking. Yeah, it, it, it was. I remember it being really, really bad. There was another winter event, winter weather event that wasn't as surprising. People knew it was coming, but it, it got really, really bad in terms of how much snow and ice there were right. on the roads. And I think that was like 2016, somewhere in there. Yeah, 2016, 2017. Because I drove home from Auburn in it. Okay. Like an idiot. I mean, one lane. The whole way. One lane, 280. Yeah. And it looked like a four-wheeler trail. Right. Because it was just rutted out. It was just, you saw just two tiny little lines of where somebody, at some point before you, had driven through the snow. Right. And, I mean, there were no lights on. Because 280 in between Auburn and Birmingham is fairly void of... Sure. Of... of Life. Sizable civilization. (laughs) Yeah. So... I remember I was working. I was working local at that point, and I remember how pretty the snow. Now it's still fairly dangerous because again we're not prepped for that kind of thing. But I remember how pretty the snow was. Like it, it was just really the way it was on the trees and the roads. It was just, just a blanket. Literally, it was just a blanket. It was, well, it was right now, if you nice. go an hour and a half from like here to Mentone, yeah. two hours from here to Mentone, Otter, DeKalb yeah. County in general, there's two to three inches of snow on the ground. Yeah, and right, right now, outside of this room, there's. Two or three water, inches of water. <laughs> water. It's straight up water. But then you go two hours south of us in Auburn, there's snow all on the ground. If really? you go three hours southwest of us in Demopolis, Livingston, there's snow on the yeah, ground. It was snowing south of us this morning. It wow. snowed everywhere around but us. Here. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it it hadn't it did not stick here where we are in the state of Auburn. Well, Murphy's got on his uh his union and his union suit. Yeah. yeah. What does that mean, union suit? Why that term? The top and the bottom. Together. together. It's all one. Yeah, all one. Yeah. Oh, it's a union. Yeah, union. It have I don't know to do if with... it was a Civil War reference. No, or... it don't have anything to do with the war between the states. The war between the states. Or the absolutely. war of Northern Aggression. The war of Northern Aggression. Or war of Southern Independence. The war of Southern Independence. Nothing of that. Not the Civil War? Well, it's not a Civil War. That's true. It's we not. Civil by the By the definition of a it's Civil War, it's not a Civil War. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Because what's the goal of a Civil War? Well, the Confederates just wanted to leave and be left alone. Yeah. And it'd be a, a fight over the same government, one government. Yeah. Yeah. He's the technic the technicality of that argument is is true because he's a you know he's a history teacher. Did you know that? Did you know he was a history teacher? I uh, I recall that. I believe he was Briefly. my history teacher. He was mine too. <laughs> I think weren't weren't you my history teacher? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember. I will never forget the powder keg. Yeah. What war was that, Clint? The powder keg. Yeah. The powder keg. Eighteen twelve. Mm-hmm. The powder keg. What's the rest of it though? I can't remember. <laughs> 
Uh, never mind. The powder it's, it's keg World that War erupted. Well, that wasn't World War I. It would be the Great War. Yeah, the well, Great the, War. Pir- it was, the Europe was just considered to be a powder keg waiting to explode because of all the re- you know, nationalism, imperialism. Uh, Archduke all. Francis Ferdinand. Yeah, Ferdinand. His assassination. That was what ignited the powder keg, yeah. Yeah, that ignited the powder keg. Uh, I thought we were talking about the song about, you know, where we melted down the cannons, World of 1812. We started using oh, alligator. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where yeah. I thought we were going. Okay, I can see where you think that we were going there. but So, the cow. Okay, this is... You're getting educated on how we think here because we've talked about winter weather, and now we're going to talk about the, the great fiasco the that was the cow at the roundabout. Yep. So and I'm sure y'all have more information on this than well, I do. Well, I still don't know. I'm still unsure. I fought it on Facebook, but I'm sure I'm, I'm unsure whose cow it was. Okay. I know, I know the person that got a lot of the blame, but I'm not going to mention Yeah, the name. and I don't think it was that person's cow. I don't know whose it was. <clears throat> no idea. Somebody, somebody evidently hit it and... It was pretty bad, evidently. That's what I heard. So, I, but I, that's all so, I know. So, for context, here in this small town in Alabama, we, there was a roundabout that was very recently installed. It's not even a year old. Yeah, I don't right? think it's quite a year old yet. And so, that was a huge adjustment because people in this area aren't used to that sort of traffic. Well, it's for, forever. It's been a you know the main road. It was a four way. No, it wasn't even a four way. That's true. It wasn't even a four way. It was a. It was so. A, there's a main road that goes through, and it would go through, and you would have to cross. I guess a two-way. Um, and, and you'd have to cross where there's been a lot of accidents yeah, there. a lot of Because accidents, there's kind of yeah. a blind hill and yeah. everything, which the whole, let's put a roundabout where there's still a blind hill. Still, let's not shave off the hill. Right. Calls it. Yeah, exactly. It's not necessarily the, the two-way stop or the, the through-way stop, however you want to call it. It's the la- the limited sight distance over the hill. Well, like, I think a lot of it was the signs there, too. Yes. It was yeah. hard to see yeah. traffic because, I, I, you know, I've had that, tr- I, you know, had that trouble there, right. too. Anyway, I, was just, I was checking temperatures. Our, our our solution instead of putting a red light up was put a yeah. roundabout up. Which yeah. I'll be honest, I mean, I I knew I wasn't going to have any issues with a roundabout. I was more worried about everybody else having an issue with a roundabout. Yeah, and it's been fairly okay. I think there's been a, still a couple of accidents there, but I think it's been more the surprise of hey, look, there's a roundabout here now. But what do I do? What's this yield sign? Is <laughs> <laughs> anybody run yield? through? Is <laughs> anybody run know. through? I, it? I, you know, that's why that I think that's why they haven't put like something in the middle of it. You know, a lot of roundabouts, especially out west, you see they will put yeah. some sort of like, like decoration, yeah, in the middle of it. No, we talked about doing that. There's, yeah, I think we are going to do Putting it. Right? Bulldog. Yeah, one night, in the middle of the night, naming it David. David, David the dog. Need be sure it's styrofoam. Everything's styrofoam. Woo! Boom! Styrofoam bulldog. Can you imagine how that thing would fly through the air? That'd be awesome. We'd have to set up a camera, though, just so we could see. <laughs> yeah, nah, I can't believe nobody's run through it. Yeah, I can't either. But, it, you know, it's well lit, though. They, they yeah, installed those they lights. Did. It they is did. well lit at night. So it's a, it's technically a federal highway, right? It's, it, it's, it's 231 yeah, 411. It's a federal highway. So they, yeah. they're in charge of maintaining it. Anyway. There was a cow, and there are many, many cow ranchers, farmers, herdists, whatever you want to call them, ranchers. You might as well call them ranchers, or in this area, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of and cows. There, there are a lot of cows as a result. A lot of cows by this roundabout specifically a bull. within a five-mile radius. <laughs> there are a lot of cows and bulls. Within a five-mile radius of this roundabout, well, somehow this one cow escaped and made its way to the roundabout. And I well, will—it's it's just south of the roundabout, is it not? It's not exactly at the roundabout. It, it is. It is a short distance from the okay. roundabout, but the it cow, is not at the roundabout. Was deceased. 
what they said on Facebook. Yeah. So and course, see, I, okay, here we go. Here we go. <sighs> no, no, that's not it. I thought I'd screen captured screen cap the the thing because it was hilarious. What did it say exactly? Somebody, somebody's cows out at the roundabout or something. It, it, well, it started out well. well. It started out well. Well. That's what I said. So in our town, there is a, you know you're from Asheville if, or what's happening in Asheville, right. something like that, right? Here, why don't we go look at it? How about that? Yeah, somebody hit a cow. Is it is it what's happening in Asheville? Is I don't know. It? Somebody hit a cow down there one time with, with the cow thing, but then... Uh, here we, y'all here, almost hit a horse now. We here got it is. a horse in we that same area. Horse. I almost hit a horse in that same So area. the post is, well, wh- whoever's cow is loose at the roundabout just calls her it. <laughs> so the way it was worded from the get-go. I will say, even though there's not an apostrophe after well, the rest of it is pretty well written. <laughs> but see, the way that it's worded, like, it's just so nonchalant. Like, yeah. Well, well, well whoever's cow is loose at the roundabout just called a wreck. Yeah, here we go again. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, like, oh, here we go again. There's something at the roundabout going on. Somebody's <laughs> cow done got out. There was a car hit the steps of the courthouse in Asheville. I remember time. you telling me about that. Yeah. yeah. That's where y'all were born, probably. That was the 80s, right? I don't even remember when it happened. And then a truck ran through. An 18-wheeler ran under the red light and went right by, went between the flagpole and the courthouse now that Missing truck was full of manure right no i don't know what it was for <laughs> i I've, I've been told that a that a oh no i think you're talking about the chicken truck the i'm talking about the chicken out. okay that's what i'm talking coming about. through town that time guys and it, and it tumped over well no it didn't tump over i love our little town i'm just gonna what say happened? that what happened well, with that, the chicken but, truck well the car hit the somebody ran through the one red line was the chicken the litter truck let's get that no straight. it wasn't chicken litter truck it was it chicken. Chick- it was chickens. Oh, it's chickens. It's chicken. Yeah, <laughs> but so it smashed up the steps. Those are new steps down there. And then that eighteen wheeler that lost its brakes going down the hill. It, I don't see how it kept from my my mother worked in the courthouse then, but I don't I don't see how it didn't just run right through the. It courthouse. was a runaway semi. Yeah, eighteen wheeler running right down the hill, straight toward the courthouse, and it somehow the guy went in between the courthouse and the flagpole and missed it. I remember my mom talking about looking out the window, and there it goes by, but it hit like oh, wow. ten. 10 cars nobody was, was in the cars nobody was at the red light didn't hurt anybody but the chicken truck this is like 100 degree days Oof. around oh, here and the power went out and there's a lot of chicken houses and the power the power went out and they couldn't run any of the fans, the fans not like that yeah. a lot of the chickens died well they just loaded like a coal truck up with dead chickens that died in the chicken house and it sat over the weekend before anybody moved it yeah so yeah. I guess it was Monday. They were taking the chickens to dump them somewhere. And uh, whoever was driving the truck, when they'd go around a curve or when they stopped and started, it was sloshing chickens out of the back oh, of the truck. Oh, man. And he'd come through Asheville. And that's when I was coaching then. I was coming up here during the summer to do work on the field, whatever. We probably changed now to sprinklers we talked about <laughs> last podcast. So 32 sprinklers. And I, was 30, and I fell in one of those holes, by the way, that. One of those they, graves they, they up there. Uh, yeah, I was up there by myself and fell in. But I was coming up here and I smelled something, and it was awful. It was it was bad. It's mm. like the worst smell I ever smelled in my life. Going up the hill, the town smelled like it. And the the a policeman had the truck pulled over right here in front of the school when I went by. But you know, people were driving through those chickens that were on the road. And they were stuck driving through. Yeah, it was getting stuck to their tires and cars and stuff. It was oh. bad. Now. And so the whole town smelled. Yeah, like the whole dead town chicken. smelled like dead chickens. Yeah, it was bad. So Real the, the the town has had issues with 
anim- roadkill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For farm a- farm animal roadkill. That was bad. Right and runaway vehicles. The cow. How does a cow manage. How now? How does a cow manage to be slaughtered by a vehicle at a roundabout? Because the goal of a roundabout is to control the speed of traffic, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's past a roundabout. So in the in the direction that I'm aware of, the south part of the roundabout, you're out of the roundabout and you're gaining speed because you're coming up on a, on a small hill at that point. So I feel like... It's that straightaway. They're probably gaining up speed at that point. So I don't it's know not exactly. at the roundabout. It's, it's not at the roundabout. The roundabout. It's beyond around, the roundabout. Towards, yeah, towards, it was not right there. Right okay. In the middle. Okay. Yeah. Because if it was, if it happened right there at the roundabout, we should put that a monument of that cat <laughs> right there in the middle. <laughs> Of that, if it happened right there, it reminds me of uh, what is that twister where the cows <laughs> yeah. going around and yeah. the girls. Uh. Goes, we got cows. <laughs> hey, that uh, when that truck ran through Asheville, that eighteen wheeler under the red light. That's when we practiced over at the old football field, uh-huh. and we uh-huh. get out of school about two forty-five and go over to the old football field. And I think it ran through town about three fifteen. So all that traffic was backed up Ooh. too, all the school traffic, but it had just cleared out. And that was in the days when you were practicing lucky. football over there. Yeah. yeah. Everybody would load up and head over there. Wow. And, and you'd I, always carry what? Well, I would always load up. Uh, well, John, right? Well, John Gross. I would, he would be kind enough to give me a ride over there because I couldn't get over there. Cause I couldn't drive then. And me and him, Mark Tipton, I remember we'd all get in his long yellow Buick. We'd always <laughs> listen to Billy Ocean cassette <laughs> tape on the way over. And, uh, that yeah. is a mental picture, man. Oh, I Billy guess Ocean we, yeah, and that, he was huge Buick. then. Billy, yeah, Billy Ocean, long. What if one of long Buicks at that time in the eighties? Buick eighty eight, long front end, yeah. small, like an eighty eight. I don't know what it was, Buick or maybe a Pontiac. I bet that's what it was, a Pontiac, Pontiac. Yeah, a Pontiac. yellow Pontiac. Yeah, a yellow Pontiac. <laughs> Billy Ocean. We just loaded up, headed over, well, and then how do you through. remember Billy Ocean specifically? Well, I, I just remember that. Just, you just remember yeah. Billy Ocean? Yeah, I guess that. You know, this is the well, first Billy time. Billy Ocean was huge. Billy Ocean, that Billy Ocean? Yeah, Billy Ocean, it was the Caribbean Queen. Cassette. <laughs> that was a huge, hey, that was okay. huge now. 1984? Yeah, about, Caribbean about right. Queen? Yeah. Yeah. No More Love? Yeah. That was um, huge. That's probably the number one album that year. Really? It had to be. The sure. very best of, let's see. Caribbean Queen. There's another song on there that's real good. Get in. I don't know. Was that Get Into My Car? I don't think it was on there. So you, yeah. you, you are you a Billy Ocean fan? Yeah, I liked that. I had you to listen like, to it every like day. So it, it grew on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had that. I had that cassette tape, too. You had Billy Ocean? Yeah, Billy Ocean. He, that was huge. That had to be the number one album that Is year. Is Billy Ocean his real name? I don't know. There's uh, no way. It's probably a stage name. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming. I don't know. <clears throat> Billy Ocean. Yeah, he was he was good. He's good. Yellow Pontiac, yeah, potentially Pontiac. Buick. Like when y'all listen, I wish Bonneville. there was a way Pontiac. for us. Bonneville <laughs> Pontiac to make a Bonneville. It was a Bonneville, I think. Long front end, small back end, huge. <laughs> I don't see how you can't V twelve in it, and we got four miles of the gallon. <laughs> I'll say back down the driveway, fill it up. Yeah, <laughs> fill it up. Fill yeah. it up. Back down the driveway, fill it up again. <laughs> it's huge. Fill it up. Ah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I wish there was the way that we could talk to our audience as they're listening to us. Yeah. Or see their reaction because I'm sure there are people out say, there we're that talking have to them as they listen never, to us. There are people out there that are listening to this that have probably won never experienced life 
like what he just described. No. And I then agree. there are people that we know that are listening to this that lived through the events that he just told us about. They're like, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. It was a mad, it was a mad, you had to figure out at my age at that time, 13, 14, you were just on your own. Yeah. We're having practice at this time. Yep. You just need to be there. And you, you had to get a ride or a lot of people, I guess, rode the bus and got off in Asheville and walked up there, but it was just a mad rush to get over there. You'd ride, you'd ride in the back of a truck. I remember the manager at the time, you know, Brent Wilson. You might just load up in the back of his El Camino. They might be ten, El Camino. Yeah, there might be ten people loaded up in the back of his El Camino, and you'd listen to, uh, what was that, Long Ranger cassette tape. If you <laughs> ride with Brent Wilson, <laughs> he had that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there'll be ten of you in the El Camino. Just, you might get over there that way. Or it might be something the fact that Lacuca Rocha is not playing coming out of the El Camino is just a, a missed opportunity. <laughs> missed opportunity. <laughs> Driving down Gallus Hill, going into town, playing Lacuca Rocha. Or low, low rider. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to say, we're practicing this time, just be there. So we just. Do you realize that you are describing like the quintessential when the Soviets theorized about invading the United States, they had to theorize about people like you in those moments. You know what I'm saying? That is so quintessentially like 20th century American. I can't describe, you know, cause kids nowadays don't have experiences like that. Yeah, no, that was, you just, you just got there. Yeah. Somehow. And, and see, that's one of the things that I try to do with, with my son now is, you know, try to not so much raise him exactly like that. Like I understand and I have a, a hand in what's going on, but at the same time it's like, okay, go figure it out. You know, you need to be here at this time. Make sure you're there. If you're not, you're in trouble. Like, you know, I try to give him that that little push to kind of figure it out himself. Even now, he's 13 now, so about the same same time frame you're talking about. But you know, at the same time, you know, I know what's going on. But at the same time, I try to let him kind of experience it and figure it out on his own as well. So. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> and, there, and there it is. Okay, Tom Hanks. All right, thank you. Thank you for that. So, I mean, when you talk about, like, okay, the the, chick, the chicken truck. That was bad. That was bad. Real bad. Spilling chickens out all over the road. The cow getting hit. Okay. Let's talk about the fact that there is a Facebook page. What's happening in Asheville? Well. Where people go to. Okay. Have y'all seen the. Have, hey, have y'all heard that big boom? Oh, the, the boom. It's like once, it's like once a week. Anybody, hear, anybody else hear that big boom come over about three forty-five? Yeah, I heard that. It's a Pelham Range. Yeah, it's, it's, it, a, it's a Pelham Range. <laughs> is it Pelham Range or is it F sixteen breaking the sound barrier? No, I don't know. John Pelham, Warped Twin States, right? Yeah, name for John Pelham. Yeah, was there a bang last night? I heard something last night. Was there one last night? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, but you do hear it all the time. Like, you, you hear see that. You see that on on Facebook all yeah. the time. It's all. It's it's all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I heard something last night. I did all I could do. I got up and looked out the window and then went back to bed. That's about all like, I could do. do. People, the, you know people in New York City and Los Angeles and Houston and and New Orleans, they Those, don't experience that. No, like, no. They don't experience They also don't listen to this podcast, but keep going. That's also true. <laughs> that is also we, – hey, we have people in Germany, Zambia, South Africa, Australia, John France, Pelham, England. They the ga- the gallant podcast. Pelham. Look it up. Listen to these idiots – that is a great French accent. It's supposed going- to be German, but okay. Oh, oh no! Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But yeah, you know, I think that's really cool that that 
we can sit here and enjoy those aspects of life because to us it's just that's just life and actual to uh, somebody it's else happening it's happening again you know what no just that that's the way we look at it it's like yeah it's yeah. happened again but when you look at there's it there's that boom again there's this, that cow again when you when you try to extract yourself from the situation and you look at it from this this different perspective it right. is very funny but it's also very like man I'm glad I oh yeah live that because way because it's so unique it is i mean it, it is very like how many people get to say seven. they have a podcast with one of their teachers? Ooh. None that I'm aware that, like, li- that still live. you know, like, he was our teacher. Right. And now I work with him. This is everybody's hometown podcast. It is. Though. It really is. It, it is. This is everybody's that, that should hometown be, podcast. That should be our subtitle, your hometown podcast. <laughs> well, he wants, he wants to make <laughs> it. so? <laughs> he, he wants to make it our motto. Oh, really? That's our motto, right? It is now. Well, it is now. We've said it. <laughs> No, no matter where you are, it's your, your hometown it's podcast. It's your hometown podcast. There we go. There we go. <laughs> and so when we get shirts made, it's going to be on the shirt. Okay. I think I think we're just going to get your it's your or just your hometown podcast on yeah. the on the above the left breast, and then on the back it'll be the logo. And at the bottom of the shirt, it needs to say exit only. <laughs> with an arrow, right on the right with, on with an arrow, arrow. with an arrow, right on the yeah, tail. That, by the way, shirts. This, this, Macho Mary actually got me this shirt. I yep. really appreciate it. Yep. Shout out to Carrie. She'll listen to this. She will. She'll love it. Yeah. And and I saw that where I think Circle Network's gonna have a special on Randy Travis. Really? Come up pretty soon. What's Circle yeah. Network? Yeah, I was gonna say what's Circle well, Network. Well, that's the Opry. The Opry's on it. I watch oh, that that's every right. night. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, every Saturday. Do you watch RFD TV? Well, I have before, but I mean not religiously. Hee Haw. Well, I, I watched Hee Haw when it was actually on. Do you watch the reruns? No, I don't need to go back and watch the reruns. I guess I would watch one. If I wanted to. You know. I watched the reruns of Hee Haw. Can, can I say the only thing I remember about live Hee Haw was a joke that, so there was a, there was a and I, I, for the life of me, I can't remember the two comedians, but there are two comedians that are living together, and one of them comes in and says, yep, I've got underwear for every day of the week. i got seven pairs of underwear, one for every day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And the guy just kind of looks at him and says, seven? Well, I got 12. He says, what do you have 12 for? He goes, January, February, March, <laughs> April. And, it would, and like, yeah. I was little. I was like, Mom, why, why wouldn't he just wear he's, you know, Why wouldn't he just wear those every day of the week? She says he's trying to insinuate that he only changes his underwear once a month. Yeah. So, you know, six-year-old Clint didn't get that. Clint's but, brain struggled yeah. to get the joke. Yeah. Could he all be on today? No. I don't think you couldn't no. be on today. No, I think, they, it, they I think it could be on. I don't think it would be near as popular because – of the demographic that they were trying to get into the the southern the country demographic. It is funny. That it, was a strong funny. demographic. It back then, really wasn't was. It? You it know that really country was. western yep. southern. Well, well, because you know, yeah, you had your pop music, but there was a lot of there was a lot of country music that was mainstream at the time because that's kind of all there was. Like you see it now, it's not like rock that and anymore. roll was an up and comer. Right. Pop was an up and comer. Right. It, it wasn't the the, the like main your, genre. Your, your Conway Twitty and yeah. artists George like Jones, that, George Jones, they were kind of crossover and they were big. You know. So hey, we're talking about country music now. Okay. We don't, we're gonna, we don't have to. <laughs> go, go, go ahead. Go ahead, because I got a comment. Okay. Well, I'm just What's saying your that back in that time that um you know that was kind of the thing. It was. You yeah. know, they, they were Hollywood and well the entertainment industry in general. I think. Paid a little more. Uh, uh, they paid a little more attention to that subsect of America. Well, you Not probably that, still had country music back then. Real country music, yeah. is what you're talking. About. You know, speaking yeah. of that, well, never mind. That's my recommendation. I won't get into that. But I, you know, 
real country music, definitely, I would say, the golden days of country well, music. Well, like, the, the there's too many lanes for yes. country music today. Yeah. Used yes. to, like what you're talking about, you, it was just a two-lane road sure. or a one-lane, whatever Western. you want to say. Country Western. But it's, it's, it's like six, eight-mile lane of interstate. I mean, everything's country music. Yeah. It's a really good metaphor. It is. I'm Which, really impressed by that That, that is very good Because metaphor. you got, I was just thinking about that this morning. I mean, they try to make all these people country artists. And I mean, I like them, but like Sheryl Crow. I like Sheryl Crow. But that's not country. Even Darius Rucker, they try to make him country music, which he which he was, and I enjoy his songs and everything. But it's just like they want to fit. Old Crow he's hooting, well, he's hooting Blowfish yeah. to me, right? Which he is. But the Cheryl Crow, I like her. I like Darius Rucker. I mean, Jason is. Well, you know, I like him. But then they try to make him country. But see, that's not country music to me. They got their own right. genres. But like, you know, it, they're trying it, to make them the fit thing, in the it's country. Like, okay, they've split pop music so many times that these that these artists don't fit in that genre anymore. So let's put them in this new country genre pop because Cheryl Crow, Jewel, uh, yeah. Kelly Clarkson, I think is technically con- country now. Shania Twain. What do y'all think about Shania Twain? Well, she was country and made it to pop, and I don't know really where she fits. I didn't know she Taylor Swift. Taylor yeah. Swift started out country. Now, now she's, she's kind of now she's kind of pop. She's big pop. Well, yeah, but I didn't know I didn't know Shania Twain had been anything besides country artist. Well, I mean, she she made it mainstream. I mean, there yeah. for a while. She's been in the country music a long time. Like when she first came into country music, it says early nineties, wasn't it? Yeah, she, she's early been there a long time. Yeah. yeah, she's been there a long time. Yeah, I but, think uh, she's one of the she's one of the top selling female artists of all time yeah, yeah. of yeah. any genre i think but i, I think. watched carrie one of those Underwood's yeah. another one started country. No, wait a minute no, wait a minute don't don't start talking about carrie underwood now <laughs> oh, are you are you, 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 you is she not country anymore well she kind of transitioned more mainstream Did i felt she? like I, I think she has it, that's hard to tell you know it's 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 because it's all subjective oh she's yeah, one of my favorites so i really like her she had me man what about gretchen her. wilson you remember Gretchen Wilson? Oh, my yeah. Gosh. yeah, I like some of her stuff. Now, Carrie Underwood, I saw her open up for Brad Paisley right after she won that uh, American Idol. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was really good. Yeah, but like a country music shows, I can't watch those anymore. No. I watched the last one that was on. I guess it was the CMAs or whatever. Yeah, and when I got through watching it, I'm like, I just watched the CMAs. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So I just I well, usually, and they're trying to. You know, I'm not going. I'm not going to go down that road. We're good. We're yeah, I mean, but, I'm but, done. but, I'm but done. the entertainment industry, it, it has, I think that's the, our point that we're trying to make. It, it's shifted, right? It, it's not that, has that audience gone away? I don't think so. I think, I think life is just, people's tastes have changed. Right. Everything's a tad been, bit. Well, if, if it doesn't group into anything specific, group it as country music is, is like where it's at right now. But let me ask you guys one thing. Where's Johnny Cash? Don't say dead. I know that. Well, I was going like, to say dead. Well, I think he's as country as it gets. That okay. is country. To what me. about Hurt? What about Hurt? His two thousand and three, two thousand and four hit. It's Last one before he died. It's a cover. Yeah. yeah. Is it country? Hurt. I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't even know Hurt. I have no idea. God. I have no idea. We can't play what, it what, on air. Cause what genre of music right. is that? Well, that's it's what a Nine Inch Nails song, which is. Well, I don't. I've, I've never listened rock. to any of that but, anyway. But I don't know. in but my covered, opinion, his is way better. He, his version. He nailed and, the, and what's his the name? Pain, uh, the pain in his song. Is, is it Trent Reznor? Who, who's Nine Inch Nails guy? That sounds he, right. He said. He said that that's Johnny. That's Johnny's Cash, song. That's Johnny that's song. You talking song. about Johnny Cash? Yeah. yeah. No. Well, see, John, so that is country music to me. Johnny okay. Cash and people like the Statler Brothers and all that kind of stuff. You know, the Statler Brothers was his. They were his backup. Band, but when, see, even at the time, it is, it is Trent Reznor. Yeah. E- even at the time, 
people didn't really resonate. The same thing with Hank Williams Jr. People didn't resonate that kind of music with country music at the time because it didn't fit the the genre, the, the norm yeah. at that time. Now we we all consider it that. But even Johnny Cash is like, I don't think I'm really a country artist. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm just an artist. So that has a certain sound, right? That has a certain and sound. and and that's why. And, yet, and a lot of artists, I feel like, are that way. It's it's not that. Hey, I didn't grow up to become a country music artist. I grew up to become a musician, sure, and and to do to make money at, at this craft and to do what I love. And y'all can classify, y'all can put it in a genre. Uh, I'm not saying every artist out there does that, but I'm sure that there are a lot of artists out there that make it big. They're like, okay, whatever. I don't care what genre my music is in. I'm going to make my music regardless. Yeah. You know. Because that, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're good and if you resonate with people, they're going to come that to you, whether you're a country artist or a rock artist or a pop artist. Now, Hank Jr., you mentioned him. Now, I think the best country song ever written was Hank Williams. The uh, I'm so lonesome. That's senior. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. Hank, I said Hank Williams. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't I say you. Well, Hank Williams, well, we senior. Okay. Well, just I Hank. agree. I agree. Okay. I I'm so lonesome I could cry. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the best. I think if you hear some, I don't think he had the best voice. But if you hear somebody sing that song that can really sing, man, I tell you, it's just what, uh, it's fantastic. What's your opinion of Vince Gill? Well, I almost got arrested one time listening to Vince Gill. <laughs> okay, you got to tell that story. Yes. You got well, th- see, this is. This, is, this is June Jam okay. story, uh, but I, I, so I don't know if I can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you y'all, can. y'all don't want me to get off on a June Jam. Yes, yes we, we do. do. <laughs> no, no, you don't. That, okay. <laughs> I was much. just talking about this yesterday uh, to, to so my wife. Going. We were listening to Diamond Rio. And, I uh, love Diamond Rio. Sorry, go ahead. That song Mirror Mirror was on. See, people that didn't want to go to the June Jam just don't understand. That song was on, and I was telling her, my best friend at the June Jam one time, I was telling her, well, this is about the time that uh, my best friend got the Congo line started. Because I was talking to her about when it got dark at the June Jam, I mean, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, and like we... Woodstock crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we would work our way down from the back by this time that Diamond Rio would come on to the front. We'd be down in the front. But he had got that Congo line started during Diamond Rio and all that kind of stuff. But earlier in the day one time, Vince Gill was on, and it's just, I don't... I can't... I can't... No. I can't tell. Yeah, you can tell. tell. You tell. got to now. The statute uh, of limitations are gone. Yeah. Well, there was some folks over beside us that brought in some stuff. Oh, I've they, heard this they story. They shouldn't yeah, bring yeah. in yeah, them. Yeah. They got raided, mm. and I just kind of got mixed up in it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I thought I was going to get took in, too. Yeah. But, but you uh, didn't. No, I didn't. You didn't. So I got, yeah, they just, they just told see. us, told told me very forcefully that uh, they better not have to come back up there again. Hmm. And so. and they didn't. So you were no. fine, Oh, right? yeah, we're fine. We're yeah. fine. Now, the June Jam, now there was a, a, a time where y'all got front row or... or oh, that up. was... Well, I've already told about that. Those last few, I was on the very front. Yeah. 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 Very front. This, the, the time that this this happened... This we was the, the height of the June Jam. Oh, it was... It Craze. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that happened. Now the Alabama Symphony Orchestra was there one time. How was at that? At the Jim Jam, it was it was fantastic. And I'm not even an orchestra person, but they they were there. They played at the very end of the June Jam, like at midnight or one o'clock one night. Usually Alabama would play last, and they did play last. And then the Alabama Symphony Orchestra showed up, and uh, they played uh, after Alabama. Usually Alabama would do my homes in Alabama at the very end. Right. So Alabama stopped their show and they let the Alabama Symphony Orchestra 
play a little while and you've got to uh and i'm not an orchestra person but this is pretty good though when they play and you got to think this is just down in a cow pasture this is country in music. cab county yeah in cab county these are uh you know country music fans they've been out in the sun all day it's late it's midnight one o'clock They're drinking water drinking water. A lot of water. Yeah, a lot this, of water this is not your symphony crowd right no, at the june yeah. jam and they stopped the show and the let the, let them play and uh did anybody boo when they figured well, out this was happening? this is what happened, because this is not your symphony crowd. They're, earlier in the day, I'd watched a guy, I think I've talked about this before, cut his jeans off with a pocket knife because he got so hot. Had jeans on, so he just made him some jorts right there. That had happened, stuff like that was going Instant on. Instant jorts. Yeah, with a pocket knife. And uh, he did a good job, too, um, <laughs> cutting them off. Cut. Yeah, but the, him. <laughs> now, the director of the symphony at this event, now, this is a country show in a cow pasture, he says to the crowd, he says, and now we're going to play for you <laughs> the 1812 Overture. What? And, yeah. What? The 1812 Overture. That's Overture. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this con- you this guy, right the director, <laughs> conductor, you know, he's not from this area. Obviously. With this country music crowd. So he says that. <laughs> and now we're going to play for you the 1812 Overture. Do you want to hear it? And everybody just stares at yeah silence silence yeah complete silence no way and then he says do you want to hear it and there's a there's a few people (laughs) quiet you know and then he says it again do you want to hear it and everybody just goes nuts it's like we don't know what you're gonna play we have no idea (laughs) what's the 1812 yes we drank a lot of water just (laughs) give it to us you know and then they they played it and did that and it was pretty good and then alabama finished up the show it was so they actually played the 1812 yeah. overture. Yeah, Do you want it. to yeah. hear yeah. the theme song from Bonanza? <laughs> hey, now I've heard them do that, before. <laughs> and that I've heard serious. I've heard them do it, and I really enjoyed that. That was over at Pelham Range. <laughs> well, it's full circle. Yeah. <laughs> we wrote this episode. We wrote all of this because I did a little uh, Civil War or War Twin States reenacting <laughs> on a on still a, going with it on an artillery group. And they would, over at um, Pelham Range or over at Fort McClellan, they would let the symphony play over there. They played over there every year. And so our reenactment group would go over there, and we would actually fire the cannons during that 1812 Oh, really? oh okay. Yeah. We had about 12 cannons yeah. over there, and then the, there would be somebody back there pointing at us exactly when they wanted us to shoot. And we'd fire them off, boom, boom, one at a time. Oh, I bet that was, that cool. was awesome. But see, I bet the sound of that was cool. But the one time that I, they did do themes from old Western movies and shows when I was Roll over there. and played, Yeah, they would play stuff like that, and it was good. I enjoyed it. It was good. There you go. Well, you, the Alabama Symphony Orchestra. Yeah. Now, years years ago, I hated it. I'd get drugged to the Alabama Symphony Orchestra yeah. and stuff like that. And and it's just boring old oh, French gosh. music. It was awful. But yeah. that... It, Fort McClellan, that was pretty cool, though, with the cannons. You there, hate the French. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, yeah. French yeah. Canadia. Yeah, <laughs> any French person. Yeah, that conductor, he's probably from France. Probably so. Oh, what, what did he say? Oh. And now we're going to play for you. The 1812 <laughs> Do you want to hear it? <laughs> yeah. Who do you want to hear Here's your car right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he yours. <laughs> I love it when he well, anyway, guys. For, for us to not have any direction on this show, for it us always to, works out. It always works out because yeah. we like literally what forty minutes ago, forty five minutes ago, called called David and said, "Hey, we're going to record. You want to?" Yeah, the phone call. 
The phone call the phone was, call was great. What were you doing before you came? <laughs> Using the restroom. What? 10100 10200 10100 Okay. 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 We were wrong. We looked up the side effects of that, whatever it was. Did you see the very last one? Was it the last one? I couldn't tell because of the way it did it. It was like, always happens, sometimes happens, rarely happens. Now, yesterday, I did a test on it, and I was okay yesterday. I'm going to do another test this evening on it. I think the last one said it would make your home rate mortgage go down or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's probably what it was. Now, now, other things I didn't like doing when I was growing up, besides the <laughs> symphony orchestra, was uh, watching having to watch Gone with the Wind. I didn't like that. You did not like. I, well, I've never seen it. Like, like when you're when you're six years old, you don't want to have to sit there and watch Gone with the Wind for three hours. Four yeah, hour, well, hour well, they would divide it up and like into a two night yeah. event. Yeah, you, you only had, had an intervention. Well, at that time, Inter- yeah, yeah, I had to have an intervention. <laughs> I had to have an intervention after it was over with because we had one TV, three TV stations. And I had to watch it two nights in a row. <laughs> this what movie am I going to do? Has scarred me for life. Intermission. Exactly. Intermission. And then, I, then they dragged me to the orchestra. And I never want to well, ride frankly, a horse again. my dear, I don't give a. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time anybody ever cursed in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the yeah. first time. Oh, I've already said that. Never mind. Have I already said that on this podcast? The first time? The flushing toilet? Yeah. 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 Okay. Was yeah. Alfred Hitchcock? Yeah. Psycho? Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about the first time the toilet was shown was Leave It to Beaver. That episode. First time that uh, yeah. a couple was shown in the same bed together was Fred and Wilma. The Flintstones. And the first time uh, flatulence was on the recorded screen was Blazing Saddles. Did you know George Jetson was born this year? I did not. How about that? Whew. Fun fact. Did you know that? Mm. Did you grow up watching the Jetsons? Yeah, I watched the Jetsons, but I wasn't a big cartoon. I, I was a Saturday morning, because the only time we could watch them was Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. And I just, watched, network. yeah. I just watched Super Friends. We were talking about that the yeah, other day. Yeah, we were. The original Super Friends. I don't. I don't know what that is. Y'all start talking to me about what's a DC and DC versus Marvel. I have no idea what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> I just watched Super Friends. I thought Spider Man was on there with them, but what evidently is Super wasn't. Friends. Super Friends DC. It's Superman and Batman and Robin and Wonder Woman. Okay, and okay, gotcha. Aquaman was on there. Aquaman, yeah. Aquaman was he your favorite? No, he, he, those are my favorites from whoever was on there. What, was Wonder Woman not on there? Yeah. With them? Yeah. yeah. Katy Perry would be a good Wonder Woman if they want to make a movie. A Wonder Woman movie, she'd be you a know, good one. You know, if we could, if we could, what we need to do, Clint, is we yeah. need to take our group chat, uh-huh. the Talker Go Homers group chat, and we need to take every series of conversation and just make them into skits. She would. She'd be Bad she skits. Be. Because I'm not going to read you. The private conversations that we have. I can't think of a better one woman she would be. But I said today, we're recording in an hour. See y'all then. Clint Thompson. Okay, on my way. Me, Tracy Lawrence is the guest. (laughs) David Murphy. Tom Brady is a pretty good quarterback. (laughs) That's every conversation that we have. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no flow. Just like this episode, there's no rhyme or reason to what we're talking about. And I do think that we did that Smoking the Bandit episode. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I've been watching that um, Dark List or Black List Black that you list. told me to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the girl that's on there, I don't know her name. I think she would be a good frog on Smoking Beth. They redid yeah. it. Yeah. we're talking about people redoing. Yeah. I've been yeah. watching that. Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, I'm on the 11th episode of okay. season one. It give me something real good to watch when I'm on the yeah. exercise and on treadmill yeah. and stuff. But yeah, it's been pretty good. It'll keep your attention. Yeah. I just need something to keep my attention. Well, in, yeah. in every episode, somebody a little different, but the story yeah. kind of keeps continuing on too. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's good. I enjoyed it. 
I enjoyed it yeah. a lot. I think you would like uh, person person of interest as well. Okay, person of interest is you know That'd the guy right that he played Benjamin Linus and lost. <sighs> what was his name? Michael Emerson. Yeah. You know you know where he got his acting start? Alabama. The Alabama Shakespeare Festival. Yep. That's crazy, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Because person of interest was a it was it was an interesting concept of a show. Hmm. You enjoyed but, it. Yeah. You you personally would enjoy it. Speaking of interesting stuff that we like, what are our recommendations? Um, Who wants to start? I'll start. Uh, Carrie and I started uh, a new show the other night, new to us, uh, Fargo, the the TV show Fargo. I'd never, I'd never seen. Hold that. on a minute, time out for a second. So I, I also would like to recommend that. All right, now you're watching season one of the TV show. Yes. Have you watched the movie? Yes. Okay, I just want to be sure you watch the movie first. Yeah. So you want know, to? I've seen the TV show. Mm-hmm. I've seen the movie and the TV show. Love the love the uh, movie. Do you want to know who recommended to me to watch the TV show? Probably that one right there. This guy right here. He's the one. I didn't even know there was a TV show. He's the one that told me about it. Yeah, there's like six seasons, and it kind of goes all over the place yeah. like in later seasons, but this first season's been really good. I've enjoyed season it. Season one is really good. Yeah, that season one ties in good with the film. With the film, yeah. yeah. Season one and season two. Mm-hmm. Season two does too, but it's in a way that you don't realize that it does until the very end. Sure. But season three, it kind of... Kind of goes off a, of, kind of goes right. I'm not gonna out there. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so that's a really good re- recommendation. I love the movie. Mm-hmm. The Coen Brothers are really awesome. I love their filmmaking and the show. In its early stages, was really really good. You liked it too. Oh, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. I think one of the best TV shows ever. The acting was really good. Not to spoil really anything, good. but when he's about to get caught and he just lowers his head and runs into that wall and passes out, that I yeah. laughed out loud at that point. It's like it's kind of dark at the point. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but, but that's, like, he's that's, like, "Okay, got to do it." And he just takes off like this head down and runs that cement wall. Just, just that's Cohen Brothers' humor, yeah. though. It's yeah. it's that dark, sadistic kind of humor, right? And it's 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 funny. Yeah, you know, it's really, really, really funny. And the thing about that Fargo, for the longest, I really did think it was a true story. Yeah, I think the I'm the one that that that. Yeah, I, I always thought it was true because well, they just said it was true. Well, you know. I mean, every episode starts with this is true story. You know, the events they're blah, mocking blah, blah. Yeah. those things. Right. Yes, and yeah. I didn't know that until I started doing research on the movie and the show, and then I read that somewhere, and I'm like, "There's no way." And I was I kept doing more and more research, and it's like, "Yeah, they they interviewed the Coen Brothers about it." And it's like, "Yeah, we just did." That is that '96? Is that when the movie come out? About '96, '94. So. It was mid '90s. Because I didn't watch it in the theaters or anything. No. It just won all the awards right. at the awards show, and then for some reason I, I watched it and then uh and that's a cultural reference that you know a lot of people a lot of young people don't get today it's like the, the wood chipper stuff yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah they don't, they don't right they don't understand where that comes from it's it's a little i don't know it's fun because it's like a, it's a throwback to another time you know and you you'd have hey, to Margie. understand yeah you'd have to understand it's like when game day went to fargo a few years ago mm-hmm. to this they had a wood chipper right by the stage sitting by the stage and you if you didn't if you didn't, if you didn't catch it, yeah. you wouldn't get you that just, reference. Yeah, you don't understand that. You just, yeah. But yeah, what's your what's your recommendation? Uh, well, I, I guess I'll go ahead and do this one. Um, because he's so got I, ten, ladies got and several. gentlemen. Well, I, I feel like I hurt y'all's feelings on uh, a couple what? episodes ago when I, when I said Robin Williams wasn't funny. Okay. So yeah. I feel like I may have hurt your feelings. So I'm, you I've been trying. I really have been trying. I, I never watched um, Good Morning Vietnam, but I watched it. And uh, I enjoyed it. it. It was good. What, what, so, yeah. so, so you, I'm, I'm going to recommend that. Now, I I want to I recommend uh, Good Morning Vietnam. 
And uh, I'm going to try to uh, go watch some old David Letterman shows okay. with Robin Williams on there. Yeah. And watch them again and see if it has, see if I like it any better. Have you ever seen a stand up? Mm-mm. I don't. <laughs> that was a painful no, statement. That, that was. He saw, I, yeah, it hurt him for me just to ask that <laughs> question. Did. So I, I will say, there, like, much like this podcast, there's no rhyme or reason to Robin Williams interviews. So when you go, don't expect a whole lot because, like, David Letterman asked him a question, and the next thing you know, he's doing some silly impersonation. But is there any just, rhyme or reason to the to his stand up? It looks like he would be all over the place on stand up. It is. It, it is. It is all a, over the place. But, it, but there is an it, overarching there is an overarching theme to his stand up. Right. Well, it looks like to it's, me he would do his stand up like we did this show. Kind of, kind of, sort of, kind of, but there, but, but he's actually got structure to it where we well, don't. Well, we have a theme. We just figure it out once we get there. But well, what you know, was the theme of this? Of today's episode? Yeah. We're your hometown podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Robin Williams. Now, I did tell you. He didn't that, think that uh, was funny no, at no. all. I did tell you that I've watched a lot of his movies. I mean, I was, I was watching Morgan and Mindy before y'all were ever born, where he got his start. So I watched him on TV, and I watched a lot of his movies. He, no, he, no, no, no. Yeah. Let me Lots set, of drugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of drugs. Well, I got movie Patch Adams, and uh, yeah, he's in one of my favorite movies of all time. He's probably in one of my favorite movies of all time. I've got this at home. I bought it, and he's probably in the worst movie that I've ever seen also. So he covers both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. What are those two uh, movies? Yeah. Well, The Best of Times. Okay. The football film. Have y'all, right. have y'all seen that? I haven't seen it's It's Shay's favorite football movie. Really? Yeah. Well, you, well if y'all never seen it, you need to watch that. Is that your favorite movie of all time? Or your... Well, that's one of them. I okay. bought it. Your favorite Robin Williams well, movie? Well, no, that's one. I think it's going to be one of my favorites of all time, okay. probably. It's okay. going to be... Top five? Top ten? Yeah. yeah. Probably top ten, at okay. least. The best of times. I watched it a lot. It was really good. Uh, I liked it. You know, Kurt Russell's in there, too. The best of times. Worst movie? Uh, probably that one he was in called um, the What Dreams May Come. I, I have I, I guess I need to go back and watch that because I saw that at the it's a theater. Fantasy movie, yeah, I saw it's a it fantasy at the movie, theater. Right. But yeah, and the writer of that movie wrote something that me and you both have talked about before that we like. Yes, but I can't remember what so, it is right off the top of my head. So Dead Poet Society, you ever I seen saw it? that. Okay. I think I saw that in the theater. Okay. Yeah. Um, Oh my goodness! What else? I th- like I said, Patch Adams. I thought Patch that was Adams, good. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. I, th- I think I've watched that. Okay, I don't. I have to go back. See to me, like the the obviously Aladdin. Like that's probably his best work. I feel like almost, but like one that that resonates with me because I was young whenever it came out was that movie Jack, and like it gets terrible reviews, and I love that movie. You remember, you remember that one? Yeah, I was gonna print out a list of all there his you movies, you know, his filmology or whatever. He wrote uh, the guy that wrote "What the, Dreams May Come." Uh, wrote Rain Man. There's something else I'm thinking of. Are you talking about the author of you know the I'm, book? I'm thinking that guy that wrote "What Dreams May Come" had something to do with the dual film that Spielberg didn't Spielberg and that his first movie for some, it was, yeah. for some reason I want to say or it may not I may be way off Ronald uh, Bass wrote the screenplay I, I, I may be way off but he wrote something that we both like and talked that's why I was so shocked that I hated that so bad because that guy wrote something I like real good yeah. that that was awful though I, maybe I need to go back and watch it again but I did not understand any of it and, there's a book that goes with it written by Richard Matheson so I'm sure that there's 
there's obviously a lot that was probably left on the cutting room floor from the from the book to the to the movie. And so that's probably why you know, usually that happens when you're using a book or, or some other form of media to inspire a film, a lot gets left out and it and it hurts the film. Yes, I thought it was bad. So tell tell us more though about Good Morning Vietnam. What was your overall opinion of that movie? Just kind of you know, moving on from Robin Williams specifically, what about that movie did you like and what about it did you not like? Well, I'd always knew or thought that it was based on a true story with that guy really and Adrian Gronauer. Yeah, that, that 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 was based on a true story. And I and I should have caught this in the film, the Viet Cong part. The young guy in the film when the uh, restaurant, you know, he gets Robin Williams out, out of there, of the, or yeah. the Cronin or whatever. He gets him out right before it blows up. And I was like, right then you think, well, that's, something's going on. But it didn't dawn on me right then that he was Viet Cong. In the that film. he was working for Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. What... When the movie ended, how it ended, were you were you satisfied with how the movie ended, hmm. or were you like, okay, why is it leaving me like that? Well, I, I didn't follow up and see what he did afterwards. I guess that's the only thing I would wonder about is his career after he left. The first time I saw the movie, I was kind of like, okay, that's that's how they're going to end that. Which I mean, it is based on not all of those events played out like that in his life. But it is based on a real guy's life, and I understand that you know in real life, it you're not going to be able to tie things up in a bow and whatever, whatever. I thought the movie was really, really good. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed those bits with him in the radio station where he, you know, Hanoi, Hannah, da, 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 you know, and he's going crazy and doing all those things. I I enjoyed that. I also enjoyed Forrest Whitaker's character and kind of the balance that he provided to to Cronauer's character and. What about the love, the love story part? Was that just thrown in there for a movie, or was that I, true too? I don't know. Well, I guess him leaving, just forgetting about know. forgetting about the girl. I guess that that's kind of bad, kind of sad. I guess. For him. The the I like the Vietnam War though. I like studying the Vietnam War just because it is such a complicated. It's such a complicated conflict, and it's so different from World War Two. Even though they were only basically fifteen twenty years apart, it's two very different conflicts, very different types of conflict. So the movie, I, I feel like, is a really, really, really good. I feel like it captures that complexity really well. I, I like the film because of that. I like it because of Robin Williams, and I'm a, I'm a Robin Williams guy. But my recommendation, moving on, I guess, is is going to be John Michael Montgomery's song "Sold." <laughs> so what? What? Do you like do you like that song? Yeah, I like John Michael Montgomery. He's you like sold. Their, their songs. That's that's from the my Grundy band. County the Grundy County song? auction song. Yeah, yeah oh sold. My goodness, why? Okay, no, no. no I, I was about to ask you the exact same reason. So let's go. Why? Because it is so fun to sing. It is so fun to sing. Okay, that's why I like when it. I went down to the Grundy County and it's, auction. You know, when you talk about country music, do y'all consider that classic country? What is that? Yeah, it is now because that's going to be thirty yeah, years exactly. ago. Yeah, that was early nineties, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you like that song? I like the some of the other ones he's got better, like Letters from Home. No, there's one. You know like what's that one where I song. was when I was eighteen, I was falling fast for a blue eyed girl, girl in my homeroom blue-eyed. class. I like that. I don't I even know. I don't, I, I don't think I've heard that one. If I have, I hadn't registered. But hold on. 
I can, I can see lots of dance. Yeah, I like lots uh, of dance. Yeah, I like that one. And I love uh, that. I guess what he struck it big with. Uh, I love the way you love me. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that was his big. Yeah, breakout. that's 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 gonna be ninety one, ninety two, right yeah. in there. That's gonna be thirty. What years happened ago. to him? What does he do now? I think he's still he's still tours out there. And scenes, yeah. His uh, cousin was I mean, Montgomery Gentry. Gentry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Did not know that. Montgomery from Montgomery Gentry was his cousin, I believe it is. First cousin, something like that? Something like that. That is interesting. Now, the other the other guy, he he got killed in a plane crash, I yeah. think. Helicopter. Yeah. helicopter. helicopter. That helicopter might crash. be his brother. I don't think it's his brother. I don't think it's that close. I think I it's cousin. But they're related somehow. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, a lot of musical talent in that family. Well, at least two, anyway. Well, yeah. At least, yeah. <laughs> Give me three, then I'll tell you. Well, that's true. So... I completely lost my train of thought. Well, John Michael Montgomery, the song. Yeah. The Sold. Grundy County Auction. Grundy County Auction. Yeah. He, he's talking about he falls head over heels in love with this girl. and At an auction. At an auction. But in a part of the song, he reflects on how weird that was. How interesting that was when he tells that story. And I don't know. The, the way the song is written, the way he sings it, the way the music's written, it's kind of it's upbeat, it's fast-paced, but it's a love song. And it's really it's really fun to listen to. I enjoy it. Okay. Had a friend of mine shoot a deer off his back porch. <laughs> yeah, I saw that on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, say, say look, hey, your hometown podcast. I've tried to do that before. <laughs> in a towel. In a towel? Yeah. Wow. Wait, what? Well, in the morning, so I've already told some. After I take my shower and get ready for work and everything. Well, this is at another house that I lived in. He's sitting on his porch drinking coffee. Well, smoking no. a cigarette, a towel. Every, well, every morning, deer, every morning, deer would run behind my house sure. at the same time before I'd come to work. So during the rut, I was thinking, look, I better, I better, I better do watch this close. Yeah, because yeah. there might be a big buck coming across. But I would take my shower and I just had a towel on. I go out on the back porch with my gun. <laughs> And, and, and it's I would cold. wait. And it's cold. It's yeah. the rut. Of, yeah, it's cold. Well, because they come through at the same time for the longest time or more, so I, I better go out there and get ready in case there is a buck coming through with them. So you yeah. have you have people that spend thousands of dollars a year for a hunting yeah, club no. membership no. for no. camouflage for deer pee to be rubbed all over them, and you're out there. Code blue. It's the best stuff. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I, I got a deer so mad at me one evening coming out of the woods. <laughs> hey, I, I got worried. It was bad. It was the last day of the season. But I don't think I had any of that urine on me. I had a, I grunted him right to me. Yeah. It was bad. They tell you don't do that on the ground, but I did it. And that thing, whew, it was bad. What on the ground? Grunt. When I was coming oh. out of the woods one night, I had I heard I heard a deer. I think this is the last day of the deer season. I heard I was walking out. It was dark now. I was I heard My leaves. Cheeks hurt. Well, I heard leaves rustling. Were you in a towel? <laughs> Camouflage towel. <laughs> no, I was walking out of the woods. I heard leaves rustling, and it was on away from me a long way. So I took my grunter, and I just hit that grunter. <laughs> and he comes right to me. And so I can hear him getting closer. I hit that grunter again. And he, he was right there probably about 20 yards from me. But I never saw him. And I hit that grunter again, and that thing, it jumped up. Boom, hit the ground, started snorting everything and running around, trying to get me to come in there and fight him. You know, and I got behind a tree. I didn't know what I was going to do. All I could do was just shoot if he come out there. So I got behind a tree and got ready. But he just... Could you imagine, could you imagine David getting up there going... 
<laughs> if they run out there on me, I'll just go throw my gun. Come on, it's on. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Yeah, oh, we had, we had a guy at work that used to tell like just over the top stories, and that was one of them. He he grunted a deer yeah. up to him, and said that he would get on one side of the tree and smack that deer on the on the face. And when he turned around and looked, he came around the other side of the tree and smacked that deer. I mean, it was just way over the top. There's no way it's true, but gosh, a deer somebody. kill you, man. I thought oh, come out on you. 100%. I'm just glad I didn't have any urine or any of that code that code blue. That's good stuff. But I don't. I guess they still sell it. I'm glad I didn't have none of that stuff on me. There's there's the name of the episode right there, Code Blue. Code Blue. Code Blue. <laughs> yeah, that's good Woo! stuff right there. Now I've actually, you know, after I've killed one in the rut before, you know, got the got the deer urine off the deer and I put it in a bottle. You know, I've done that before. You ever? I mean, obviously, do you skin your own deer? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. skin them and gut them myself. I just feel like it. I just do feel you like throw it, the guts out on Pigpen Road. Well, no, nah, I, I just feel like if you're going to, yeah, pig pen roll with them out there. <laughs> on that, yeah, I feel like if you're going to shoot bridge. one, I just don't feel right about taking it and just dropping it off a processor and them doing all that. I just I just do all that myself. Now, I might take it to a processor. Now, like, in my opinion, you should gut it. Yeah, I've always And then take it them. to the processor. Yeah, but just shooting one and taking it and letting them gut it and skin it and everything that's that's, kind of, that's that, that takes the ritual out of it well that's what that's that's after you kill one you know around with all your buddies and everything that's that's you the compression time yeah. you know you that's just part of it i think standing out there talking well kevin kevin killed his the other day and not in a towel no he he was well maybe he, at least blue jeans he he had just gotten done getting ready he had just yelled to foo hey Let's hurry go. up i'm waiting Let's on go. you he, it was him and chloe and he next thing he knows he looks out he turns around he looks out and he sees antlers he said no way and he gets his gun and he, get, he looks through his scope and he said well by gosh <laughs> and then I, I'm pulling up as this is happening I'm pulling up and I get out of the car and I hear boom <laughs> and I'm like what in the dead gun well, dog crap because it's just Foo on the other finally side of the did house. it he made his daddy mad <laughs> just, on the, just on the other side of the house and uh, next thing I know I hear what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm like, all right, then. And so, you know, then we go get the deer, and and he he gutted it, he cleaned it, gutted it, and then we took it to the processor. But it was, uh, I mean, he shot that thing off his off his off his back porch, and yes, he is licensed. Sorry, just had to throw that out there. But anyway, so that's that's I guess that's going to do it for this episode. Okay, I, I guess that's it. We've given our recommendations. Code mm-hmm. blue. Yeah, no, when I got arrested, <laughs> but not we didn't get arrested. But at the, at the June Jam that time, now we may have all got hauled in. But my best friend, he just stood up and he said, "It's all my fault. Take me, take me in." So they, they didn't know, but he was just gonna, he, <laughs> he, he was going to take. He the, was going to sacrifice. Yeah, he himself. was going to sacrifice himself for. Can you name this everybody. best friend? Uh, initial, I don't know if he want me to or not. Initials were MC. Okay, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so. you know. Well, we'll tell you. Because I didn't do nothing wrong. No, I don't know why they was after me. Yeah, you didn't do anything wrong. Never. I just, I was just sitting there in a chair listening to Vince Gill. I don't know. <laughs> they just come out of nowhere. You know, in DeKalb County, I don't know what they was after me about. But you know, DeKalb County was dry county. I was about to say, they were yeah, dry. dry. Yeah. Is it still dry? Is it? I don't know. I don't think There it was is. two counties for the longest time. I've been DeKalb. Well, it was DeKalb. And, and, um, Blunt was too. Yeah, Blunt was dry for a, for a long while. Time. I don't know if it's still in. Cherokee was for a long time too. 
Well, folks, this this has been a very interesting uh, podcast for our German listeners, our European listeners, our worldwide listeners. I'm Anybody sorry. outside of Alabama that has no references to what we're talking about, come on to Alabama, come hang out with us for a week, and you'll understand what we're talking. You stay about. at Nick's house. Well, listen to listen to Mountain Music I mean, by Alabama. I set your hair on fire. <laughs> yeah, just listen to some Alabama. Hearing it live at the June Jam. <laughs> listen to some Alabama and some Tracy Lawrence. By the way, you're going to see Tracy Lawrence. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So Tracy one. Lawrence and Clay Walker. Clay Walker, yeah, two, uh, two legends, I'm, one night. Do we still need a Do we still need a room? No, I got a room we set up. It's going. I'm be probably fun. gonna. I'm probably gonna go to that too. Yeah, you should. I That's think. Be, I think Luke's gonna go with me. Luke and good. Hannah. Yeah, good. So. Gonna be good. I really yes. miss. I haven't seen him in a long time. Is it? I, I thought. I think George Strait's probably the best all time then i got on the brad paisley bandwagon but i'm going back to tracy lawrence now tracy I think lawrence. He's, he's, he's the best since George Strait. 2020 so don't forget folks you can I almost stepped on this dog almost stepped on this dog one time go home go home go home go home just end it go home go home well, actually, it was his wife's dog. Remember, I told that story. She's a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Woo! <laughs>